Why are we being so laid back about it? Why are we just letting things happen as they are? All you need to do is change the simplest habits. And somehow that ends up being the most difficult part. Hi there, it's me Sneha and you're listening to Everyday Today. This is a podcast where I come in either solo, with friends, or with very special guests to talk about everyday things. These are small ideas, actions, observations, thoughts, and decisions that make a big difference and make us who we are. So tune in today, because well, everyday today. It's been forever since I last put out an episode, almost two months. There's just a lot that's been going on and then exams. But we're here now and I want to talk about something a little different. The day I'll be posting this episode is June 5th. And 5th June is celebrated as World Environment Day. Now, ever since we're young, we have been taught that a single person can make a lot of difference. This this is something that is reinforced since pretty young grades and we are shown stories of change makers and we are told that yes we can bring change and now looking at it especially in the environmental context we are told a lot of times that as individuals we need to bring changes to ourselves and to our lifestyles and I don't know I think a lot of people end up questioning this idea because what can I do how will my contribution matter and it's a very good question to put up and yes while i can say that you know this being done by 8 billion people makes a big difference it is a good question to put up if i am doing it but not a single person around me is what is the value of me doing it so over the past one year starting exactly june 5th of last year i saw the story of a change maker unfold right in front of my eyes and i'm here today to share with you guys that just, I don't know, tying in environmentalism with bringing change as an individual, as well as the whole idea of everyday things that we can do. So without further ado, let's get into the story. Back in 2019-21, social media was flooded with environmentalism and environmental awareness. I don't know if you remember, but we had the whole like save the turtles thing going on and a lot about climate change as well. And so it was at this time that I started gaining like, you know, the gravity of the situation that of the environmental change, of climate change, of the degradation to the environment that we were doing as people. And so after that, I started kind of pestering my family of like, Oh no, why are we using these plastic bottles? We should not be using them. Or like, why are we not carrying a cloth bag when we're going to the store? So I started becoming this like, pestering force in the family where everything had to be environmentally friendly, like, you know, adopt environmentally conscious behavior and so on and so forth. After that, we moved to India. And this was in 2020 when everything was closed down. So the world was a quieter place to be at. And we spent a lot of time in nature. The, the city I live in is a very urbanized metro city. There are 
lot of high-rise buildings, a lot of concrete here and there. But we spend our time exploring the nature that was hidden in this concrete jungle, so to say. And we found amazing, beautiful natural places, which we started sharing with people through an initiative called Gurgaon Dekho Beyond Buildings. And this was the time when we really, really got connected to nature. And we really got connected to the environment. So we tried our hand at organic farming. And like even now that life has resumed, whenever we can, we try to find time to get ourselves back in nature, in like those places. So this entire kind of time spent with nature made us more adamant in the fact that we need to preserve it. We need to preserve this beautiful, amazing thing called nature. Um, my mom got found out about this organization which was conducting a medicine drive. So she got involved in that, collected medicines from our neighborhood. And to drop off all this collected uh, medicines, she went to this place called Samadhan Hub which is a recycling hub and that was an eye-opener for her so that was there for the first time that she understood what a comprehensive like waste management system was waste segregation waste dispose you know disposing waste responsibly developing a responsible outlook towards it and it's been a great journey since then so yeah the story i'm going to be telling today is the story of my mom and how she is working to bring about and has brought about change in the sector of waste segregation at the source. Now, most of our groceries come in these little soft plastic bags, transparent plastic bags. And the thing is that our current system does not segregate them, our current system does not recycle them separately. And so it kind of leaves it there in the soil, in the landfills. And so that leads to plastic pollution and other adverse effects that single-use plastics have. The first project that my mom started along with her zero waste group in our society was to get rid of these plastic bags from the grocery stores in our society. And we have three. And so here began the cloth bag project or the cloth bag campaign wherein we want to switch out all plastic bags for cloth bags. The cloth bags would be provided to the shopkeepers. And we, we, what we essentially wanted was to urge people to carry their own bags and to carry the grocery bag in those. people. If people don't have a cloth bag, they can get one from the shopkeeper, pay them a certain amount, get the bag, and when they return the bag, the shopkeeper refunds that amount. And after one point, if all the bags given to the shopkeepers are expended, then the shopkeepers have probably earned a decent amount in order to buy more. In this way, the plastic bags would be eliminated and they would switch to a more sustainable alternative. The cloth bag project, I remember it like very clearly. It was so much fun. Me and my friend led two teams of little kids and we went door-to-door campaigning in every house of our neighborhood and we have like four 50 plus apartments and so we'd go we'd ring the bell of like so many houses so many of them would not open their doors some of them would some of them would 
scream at us and some of them would be very very eager to listen to participate and to give their ideas and so when we went um for this like door to door campaigning we were raising awareness we were telling the people that here's what we're doing in the society and we need your cooperation and we even raised funds for the expenditure that would be incurred on the bags so overall it was very very fun it was great to see these little kids being so enthusiastic about it becoming so aware about themselves and you know going up and talking to the people on these doors and telling them about it so it was a great experience and the cloth bag project was launched on 5th june 2022 So the shopkeepers along with the supporting staff in the society was given cloth bags. And so like the next few months, you know, my mom and her friends would just be going to the shop to keep checking. And even the rest of the residents were so into it. Like if they received something in a plastic bag or like any other way or if they saw someone carrying a plastic bag, they would you know, call them out or like in some somewhere or the other. and so it kind of became this like norm now to carry your own bag so if you did not carry your own bag that kind of became like oh look at that person they have a plastic bag you know and there was a behavioral shift there was a huge behavioral shift and of course there were some people who tried to fight against it who would say that no we won't pay you for a cloth bag we wanted in a plastic bag there were people who would fight for that there are till today even now sometimes like it loosens up sometimes the plastic bags come back sometimes they go away but i see that people are more aware that something is happening in the neighborhood there is some sort of change being brought about and so the cloth bag project was the first step towards making our neighborhood a zero waste society it was followed by setting up an e-waste bin setting up a separate soft plastic collection bin um even for wet waste and compost and having logistics for basically managing all sorts of waste that was produced in the society our society has moved towards becoming like this model society for a lot of other neighborhoods which are now looking to become zero waste which are now looking to become more environmentally conscious and so now my mom is working towards helping those societies and now 5th june 2023 just tying everything back we are a society which has every mechanism in place for segregation at the source we have even won an award for best housing society in the terms of sustainability and we had an event for more awareness about the same so it would be it would be an understatement to say how proud i am of my mom for taking charge the way she did for getting out there and bringing change for relentlessly pursuing what she believed to be right for showing that yes i am an individual i am a single person right now but that is not a weakness it's a strength she made it into a strength she gathered people with her and even when there was barely anyone to stand by she did not stop she kept going for it she has 
brought this behavioral change in herself, in us, in our family, in our extended family, even in our friends, and in the entire neighborhood. But throughout all this, I've seen my mom has told there is a very negative reaction of a lot of people, which is unexpected. The the people that are being targeted as of now are people who are educated and well off. And these are people you would expect to, you know, to give a hand, to be aware or to take in the awareness, to soak up the awareness and take action, given that they are educated and they are privileged. However, most of them are not up for it. They feel no need to do extra work. This is what they see as extra work instead of just basic responsibility as a person living on this earth, right? Like, they are down to spend as much as they can. They're down to enjoy as they can, but they're not ready to fulfill this basic responsibility, which barely takes any time. Because even if they are being provided all sorts of logistics, they don't have to worry about going somewhere and depositing their waste, anything like that. All they have to do is to segregate it at their homes. Wet waste, dry waste, e-waste, plastic waste, so on. And it will be collected from the house. Or maybe they have to drop it in a bin, which is in their neighborhood. And that's about it. That's, that's about all you have to do. Because then it's up to the agency who's going to come pick it up, who's going to come recycle it, who's going to make new products out of it, process it, whatever. Despite being given all this, people are like, whatever. Like, they're just so laid back about it. I don't know if they don't get the intensity of the situation. Or, like, they feel like they're above all this. It's just so crazy to think that people would not be willing to do something about it. That people would not be willing to do this bare minimum for the sustenance of this earth and for the sustenance of their children and the future generations to come. So of course, watching my mom up close has inspired me a lot. You know, it's kind of, of course, it's kind of instilled in me the sense of in my mental consciousness that cannot be taken away. So now plastic bags are like rare sights at our home. Like plastic bags or plastic bottles are some things you will probably never find lying around in my house. And even if I do see one anywhere, like at home or outside of home, it just feels weird to see it. Like, you know how certain things are now associated with, if I see this, I'm seeing something wrong happening. Or like it just brings about a lot of negative emotions that this is a bad piece of object or this is a bad item, whatever. That's the kind of feeling that seeing single-use plastics brings about for me. And again, that, that right here is the behavioral and the mindset shift that people need to bring. Because if we can bring that, we are literally almost there. That is what, after all this, we've come to realize that the behavioral and the mindset shift is the biggest and most important thing. 
So I've begun doing this thing in my class where I collect all sorts of soft plastics, all sorts of wrappers, so ice cream wrappers, chocolates, chips, anything. The, the front pocket of my bag is always stuffed with like plastic. And so most of my classmates had absolutely no clue about any of this. If I asked them whether they believed the environment needed to be protected, if they believed that steps needed to be taken, they would all say yes. But if I asked them what they were doing for the environment, there would be very few who would say something. And there are even so many of those people who are actually not aware about what can be done at the surface level for helping the environment. We attended this uh, environment conference in Delhi and it was an open to public. It was about public participation for, I think, pollution. And while there was not a lot of new stuff with my mom, who is pretty active on Twitter and stays updated with whatever new is happening in terms of environmental action, administrative action, or whatever new steps the government is taking, for me it was an eye-opener. And it felt so amazing to be in a room filled with people who were equally passionate about the environment, who were brimming with these amazing ideas for what we could do to help the environment. I was in a room surrounded by people who were the embodiment of an individual bringing impact. And honestly, that kind of made me think that yes, we have hope. We have people who are working towards it and kind of made me more uh, passionate, kind of pushed me to become more active and relentless in what I do for the environment. I feel like I've been a little scattered in this episode and maybe I've not been able to put my point forward. So I'll kind of be summing it up and consolidating it right now. I think there are a lot of people who are listening to this right now who do not have proper environmental awareness and might be all over the place and lost. So I will link in the description a few articles, a few reading material, which you can read in order to gain more information about waste segregation, waste segregation at source, uh, processing, again, all sorts of waste management as well as other forms of environmental consciousness. Now, the second thing here is the deal. Okay, the deal of this episode. And the first thing, an individual can make an impact. And yes, an individual can stop using plastic straws at home. They can stop um, using plastic bags at home. They can participate in recycling, in creating eco-bricks and whatnot. And they can take this one step forward and they can spread it throughout the community because maybe you as one person doing it feels less, but you taking it to 10 other people is not less. Those 10 people taking it to 10 other people is not less and it can happen. And I have seen it happen. I have seen those beliefs which say that Oh no, what can I do? How does it matter? I've seen them challenged and I've seen how just one person can make a community level impact. 
Second thing, it starts with awareness. This whole community level impact sounds like a big deal. But it's really not. It's really just about behavior and mindset shifts. And behavior and mindset shifts are not very far from us. Because even after listening to all this, I'm sure there's very few of us who will actually start using cloth bags. Because we think that environmental consciousness is so far from us, but it's not. Let me share a story. A few days ago, I went to the ice cream stall and I bought a bunch of ice creams for everyone in my family. And so the guy was handing me, um, he was putting all the ice creams I bought into a plastic bag and giving it to me. But I said, no, I said, it's fine. I'll carry them on my own. And I could very easily just pick them up and carry them on my own. That right there was an instance of being environmentally conscious. All I said was, no, I don't need it. We're so used to just taking it because, yeah, they gave me a plastic bag. I'll take it. We won't even think twice about it. That's all we need to do. We need to think twice about it. And we just need to say, no, we don't need it. I don't need it. And take the alternative path. It's really as easy as just that. Third thing. There's a lot that needs to be done. There's a lot of places which haven't set up the mechanism for waste segregation. Even at school, we have these bins where people throw away their uneaten food, but also throw away the chips they just had or the packaging of the ice cream they just consumed. There is not even the basic wet and dry waste segregation. And when I talk to people about it, I talk to people, teachers, it seems that they don't even have awareness of what needs to be done. And so, they're not ready to do anything about it, actually. Fourth thing, we need to get out of talking and we need to get into action. There's enough talk going around, okay? Schools tell you all about the the three hours. Now they've moved on to five hours. They tell you all about that and it's very important. But what are they doing about that? What are we doing about that? We know that there are huge landfills. We know that there is climate change. There are forest fires. This is not what the earth is supposed to be. But what are we doing about that? Nothing. And so talk needs to change to action. And action is not as hard as it sounds. Sure, there are obstacles, but the root of it is just a behavior and mindset change. That, at least for the younger generation, who has to continue to live on this planet, who has so many resources to to be aware, that for us should not be difficult. And we should be pursuing this relentlessly. Why are we being so laid back about it? Why are we just letting things happen as they are? Why are we not changing things? We know there's a problem, so why are we not looking for solutions? And why are we not implementing those solutions? And so, today on World Environment Day, I'd like to urge each one of you to become an environmentally conscious person.
yes that starts at your homes that starts at what you do in your everyday life with consuming less with careful consumptions with carrying your own bags your own water bottles yes it starts there and yes it can be taken a step further it can be taken to those around you and so i urge each one of you to understand the power you have as an individual to make an impact and the responsibility and the need of the hour to actually make that impact the ground level the bare minimum wake up all you need to do is change the simplest habits and somehow that ends up being the most difficult part that's it from my side for this episode again this is something i feel very passionate about and if you're someone who would like to talk to me about it who would like to share your own experiences please do so you can email me at podcast.everydaytoday@gmail.com and you can follow me on instagram at everydaytoday_podcast also make sure to leave a rating on spotify and apple podcasts if you enjoy listening to this episode and to this podcast in general thank you so much for listening and have a great day looking forward to meeting a more environmentally conscious you